0: From the ashes of the podcasting wars. Well. Their war to exterminate podcasters had raged for decades. Bum, 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 bum. But the final battle would not be fought in the future. Bum, 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 bum. It would be fought here in our present. <laughs> Ba-da-da,
1: <ba-da-da-da>.
0: Tonight, <laughs> by America's most cybernetic podcast, The Pod People. <laughs> I can't be bargained with I, H- buh, 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 fuck. I can't be reasoned with I'm Matisse Van Rossum.
2: I'm Skynet's worst tech support agent, Ben Sheets. <laughs> are you a furry?
0: Hi.
1: What? What? Furries are in tech support. Anyway, moving what?
0: on. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's a stereotype. It's, it's a
1: stereotype. That they're all in tech support. Yeah. I'm I've never 100%. heard that stereotype. Yeah, before. listeners, back me up. You are too online. Bro, stare. I work in tech <laughs> I
0: work in tech support. None of my coworkers are furries. That's as far crazy. as I know.
1: You, far as you know. Yeah. Um, anywho. Hi. Sorry for that uh, derailment. From Cleveland Mosier. No, no. (laughs) Um, Hi, uh, I'm Cleveland Mosier, and uh, look at this photograph of Sarah Connor.
0: (laughs) Every time I do it, makes me horny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a rowdy start!
0: Yeah, a, a nice rowdy start for a nice rowdy film. Yes. This was, if you hadn't guessed. This was Cleveland's pick. Goddamn right. And we're here to talk about the one, the only, ba, 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 ba. 1984's The Terminator. Yes. Direct. Well,
2: really, it's not the only. It's like, well, there's like six or seven
0: at Yeah, that's true. But it all started in 1984. <laughs> it, it all started with Big Jim Cameron and... Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton. He had a vision. And Big Jim had a vision. What if a robot went back in time to kill your mom? And so you had to send your best friend back in time to fuck your mom. To become your dad. To become (laughs) become your dad. Spoilers for
2: Terminator.
1: (laughs) A movie that is uh, so ingrained in pop culture, uh, it's hard hard to miss.
2: Well, it's funny because you guys say that, but... Was this the first time you guys have seen yes. this movie? Yes. In watching this movie, I <laughs> yeah. realize that this is the first time yeah. that I've actually so, seen
0: Terminator all the way through. Really
2: funny that
1: this happened to both of us. Yes. Right? Like, you and I had both, at some point, like, in our, our early... I, I, I was probably like, oh, I don't know, 13 when I saw T2.
0: Oh, no, I didn't see T2 for the first time until college. Really? Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, yeah, and I I, and I I could not remember if I'd watched the original and then T2, and then just T2 a bunch more times back-to-back, because I watched T2 a lot as a kid on VHS. And, uh, you know, that era, like it wasn't as easy as like popping on and seeing if it was on streaming or whatever yeah. else like that. So, like, I just... All I remember was just going back to T2, and I could have sworn I saw it. And it's because, again, it's so... Ingrained in pop culture, clips are online. It's quoted to death. Like, yeah. I, I had just... Somewhere in my fucking brain it's kinda of got memory hold.
0: Right? Well the I, sa- really I, mean, that I had seen it. I mean the same thing happened to me. Like I've seen T Two several times and I thought that I had seen <laughs> Terminator, but so much of this movie was unfamiliar to me that I'm like, Oh well, guess I didn't. I guess <laughs> I've just To a uh, I- surprising amount. Yeah, I mean I've seen like all of like the big important like moments, you know. I mean, the one liners have taken their own life and pop
2: culture yeah i i've seen this movie a few times before now honestly like cleveland i've seen t2 way more times because i
0: honestly think it's a better movie. i don't think that's a hot take no. i think most people See would agree yourself. with you
2: I, I think this one is still very good however yes. that yes um very much so. but it, it's it doesn't got that juice you also
1: doesn't have as much juice as near dark i was thinking about it and I, because I mentioned this on the Near Dark episode, that this and the Terminator movies, you know, have, have similar themes and that, like, the creature just, it can't die, it can't be bargained with, it just won't stop coming, right? Though in Near Dark, it's vampires, it's, it's lit very similarly, yeah. it's, you know, shot and directed at a very similar time. And I think...
0: James Cameron and Catherine Bigelow were married were for married a while.
1: For a period of time, exactly. That's why I think, like, the connection is, is worth it. Mm.
0: I think Catherine... Oh uh, uh, no, no, not not overall in her career. I think Near Dark is a is better than this movie. But if we're ta- if we're lining up. James Cameron's career next to Catherine Bigelow's career. Sorry, Big Jim wins this one big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, I'll, I'll start. Name name another Catherine Bigelow movie that you've seen and that you liked. Um, Precisely. Name another James <laughs> no, Cameron another movie, movie that you've seen uh, and that you've liked. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. Fucking. All right. Yeah. All right. Avatar. Yeah, Avatar yeah. two. In the way fairness, of water. To Titanic. Bigelow,
2: Point Break is pretty good. Right. Point Break
0: does rule. Yes, yeah. very true. Though she turned out to be a total fed.
2: Well, yeah, considering that, yeah. Zero
0: Dark 30. And the Hurt Locker. Yeah. She just sort of went on to to make propaganda for the United States military. Um, yeah. I mean, very well-made propaganda. She's certainly not a bad director, but we're, we're getting sidetracked. We're here Again. to talk, we're here to talk about The Terminator and Big Jim, our man, Big Jim. And Big Arnold. And big Arnold, yeah, man, Arnold is big in this one. He's he? big. He's a big man. Yeah, I guess this, the this universe is himself. I know this. This wasn't like the movie that made him famous, but Conan. it is Conan. Yeah, Conan was really Conan, all. Conan all of note that he had done before well, he this. did that documentary pumping iron mm-hmm. which was really yeah that's popular. right Pumping iron um, that was back in like the early 70s wasn't it mid to mid, late i think okay
2: yeah but yeah he was starting to be on the rise he wasn't like hugely famous yeah and i think huge. this is what made is... him a true icon yes. you know you could argue it was conan but like this movie, I think, had more of
0: broader uh, a broader appeal a than tone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: one of the the most iconic posters of all time, in my opinion, is the the poster of uh, Schwarzenegger with the gun and the sunglasses and
0: the, the leather jacket. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, just such a cool look. That
1: let's be real, like The Matrix is often credited for like the cool trench coat and the shotgun, but and the sunglasses, but. We all know where that shit started.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like many things, the Matrix, like, sort of uh, exaggerated on the style of stuff like Terminator. Um, yeah, and,
2: like, the, the whole concept itself, like, mm-hmm. is very technoir. Yeah. You well, know, like...
1: Also, you know, the Matrix is, as the Lukowskis have, have said in interviews, is just their attempt at a live action Ghost in the Shell, and Ghost in the Shell is also pulling from the same inspiration it all informs itself with gibson and yeah you know the rest and what
0: if an ai what if an ai gained sentience and decided that all of humanity was a threat so it's time to nuke us all yep. and build a bunch of killer robots to hunt down the survivors and enslave them that is the premise of terminator and then they send a big Austrian robot back in time to kill the mother of the leader of the resistance in the future so that he can never be born.
2: I love how like the beginning of this movie has zero fat on it. Mm, Like, yeah, you know, we start right away by like jumping right into it. Like in the first five minutes we see Arnold butt ass naked you know, being transported back in time. To, yeah.
0: Um, well, at the very beginning, we get, like, the little glimpse of the future, the, the far distant future of 2029, <laughs> where, you know, the world has been destroyed, and we just see great map painting with some miniatures of just, like, this destroyed city with storm clouds in the sky and big, like, ships flying around, Sweeping like the the ruins with spotlights and lasers and stuff, and yeah. get the the title card about the how the future is bad, and yeah. but how the final battle will be fought in the present in the present year of nineteen eighty four.
2: I love how many like cool like stop motion things are in that beginning sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Stan Winston did a lot of the additional directing. With the, the stop motion and the models and figurines and stuff. It looks fucking
1: great. still looks amazing. I mean, even like the Terminator moving around at the end, I think, is um, uncanny in a scary way. Like, yeah. I think it, it's, it's herky and jerky, and it, to me, just makes it even spookier. You can see the strings a little bit. That's kind of part of the joy of watching movies, I think.
0: Yeah, I love that one of those opening shots of just like the the close up of the treads of this big robot tank crushing just crushing skulls. like this yeah. a mountain of human skulls. That's great. Um Really sets up the the stakes very nicely. It's like this is the future if our heroes don't triumph. But what I what I like about it is like it does give you that little title card and like the glimpse of of the far future or whatever. But after that, like it does keep its cards like pretty close to the chest. Like the whole thing about you know, the the Terminator being sent back in time to kill Sarah Connor so John Connor can never be born is, like, that exposition doesn't happen until, like, halfway through the movie.
2: I mean, it's all delivered
0: organically. Well...
1: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and there's that whole bit in the car where he just kind of delivers all where of it.
0: Where he kind of lays uh, it out. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you you're able to infer a lot just from like the action of the movie mm-hmm. like you said it starts out with fucking butt-ass naked arnold appearing in uh, a sphere of lightning oh, uh, i like yeah. the, the
1: guy uh it's 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 next to a dump truck and we start with a the garbage dump, truck yeah, yeah the garbage truck driver and uh he's he's sitting in the car and then electricity starts carrying out all over everything and again it's that classic 80s fucking Hand-drawn electricity. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. It looks so good. But, and this is some of the best, frankly, too. I think for the time, like so much of it, like it, it has that hand-drawn. Quality,
0: it does not. Does it does not look as cheap as the same like, effect in a lot it of other looks ribbons. Like
2: composited, like Tesla coil. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which my, I it be well Which it could be actually. Yeah, yeah. that's a good
1: point. Um, which would be a more efficient way to do it. I, I, I do like it because the truck driver. Um, his his delivery, uh, which I think is also ADR, but like is uh, it, it's it's kind of like flat. He's just sort of like, what the hell, what the hell? And so meanwhile, electricity is like carrying over everything, but like, like the actor couldn't see it. Yeah. You know? So like, there's mm-hmm. some kind of cute dissonance there. Um, and then boom, uh, we get a we get a Nike, uh, a Schwarzenegger, even. A Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he he gets up and you know walks off. And again, like this this whole movie is you know dark. Alleys with blue light, and again, I've, I've mentioned it before. I think uh, the first time I, I really touched on it was uh, the, the the invasion of the Body Snatchers. As I love those those eighties shots of you know alleyways with blue lights and fog, man, like, yep. and people running in silhouette. And this movie's just full of that. It's just a, pretty constant, um, and you know, glistening, shiny metal and puddles and
2: it, just, it looks so good. And it's the, so and, tactile,
0: and the wet men. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Movies are too dry these days. Mm -hmm. Movies are too fucking dry. They're too afraid to spray down any of their actors because they think sweat equals ugly. But wrong, I just I, I miss the Halcyon days of the 80s <laughs> and 90s when everybody was just fucking soaking wet in movies all the goddamn time, head to toe dripping, head to toe fucking glistening. Yeah,
1: it was it, you know, and it wasn't just like the the buff cool men and ladies. It was also like the the Muppets, man. Like all of the all of the fucking uh, well, the puppets, I don't know if I've know? ever
0: seen a wet Muppet. No,
1: but the the practical puppetry <laughs> is what I mean. I was just being I was being a little silly, but like. Like this is this is the era of of silicone and rubber coated with goo and shit and it makes it it really does bring it together. I, I like I like all those those latex gooey shots um, of like Arnold operating on himself and other shit. Like there's just so many cool sequences in this movie.
2: Yeah, well uh, you know after he appears in the nude, he comes upon a group of punks. One of them played by Pod favorite. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. That's right. Um, who has a very funny? Is it a tattoo or did he get run over by a car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he's got a like a tire, tire mark, yeah. tire track on his
0: face. Well, it's he's got very, like, uh, like Akira. You know, also like the the punks, the bright blue like Liberty spike hairdo, (laughs) Um, and you know they they mock Arnold for being naked uh, until he promptly uh, punches through their chest cavities. One by one, yeah,
2: this guy's looks a few beers short of a six pack
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like it i don't know like even if he was naked if just like a man as just fucking enormous and beefy as arnold schwarzenegger walked up to you like i don't know even if you were with all your punk buddies like i don't feel like i would be taunting that man you know Mm -hmm. um well these days you'd
1: think it was just like a crossfit bro yeah, coming up. Yeah, on Yeah, I
0: would still be confused as to why he's naked, but you know, like, I mean, you never yeah. know. These days, you would say, "Damn, this guy looks a few
1: scoops short of
0: a creatine case." Wow, well, <laughs> man, fucking got him! <laughs> and then he would punch, and then he would punch through your chest. Yes, cavity, too. Yeah, too. yeah no, it would be the same. It would go the exact same way. Um, yeah, I
1: love your, your clothes. Give, give them, give to, them me. to
0: me. Yeah, I, I love. I love that he fucking the the group that he comes across as punks because then he gets like the cool fucking punk like punk gear for the first half of the movie you never oh, yeah. see that with, like stuff the studded in pop culture too. yeah
1: like like all the the pop culture shots of this film like feature him with the the cool trench coat and the glasses from later on in the film but early on yeah when he's wearing like the spiky punk jacket and he's got like the insane shirt with all and
0: the, the, patterns the fingerless gloves, gloves with the little studs on the knuckles and yeah, stuff. And that's yeah, that's
2: great. There's no way he could fit into Bill Paxton's outfit. For
0: no, real. that's why. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. There's that's, that's the greatest
1: suspension of disbelief. The time travel and yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. all that yeah. stuff is
0: fine. But that would be really funny if they did just put him in like clothes that are obviously too small. Like the shirt is like a, basically like a crop top. A crop like top. his midriff is yeah. exposed. <laughs> like his, Got his tummy his, out. Like the the shoulders of the jacket are just like dripped out, and <laughs> just like exploded. <laughs> But then after that, we get uh, somebody else uh, being sent back from the future. Um, a thinner, but a, still a, a
1: very attractive man.
0: Yes, a thinner, but still handsome gentleman um, who proceeds to uh, steal the pants from a drunken bum he finds in an alley. Something I like to, to, to think about, that kind of had me giggling a little bit, is when people
1: die, they, they usually shit themselves yeah. And the idea of like the Terminator walking around in shitty pants and the, the, the <laughs> pants. down in the, in the
0: shitty pants. Um, and then also the bum was, pro- was, those pants were probably shitty too. Yeah. So everybody in the movie, the, the good guy, the bad that guy, guy everyone's running around in shitty, in shitty pants.
1: pants. <laughs> yeah. Something to think about.
0: Um, and then last, but certainly not least, we're introduced to, uh, Sarah Connor played by Linda Hamilton, she doesn't know it yet, but the mother of the leader of the resistance, John
2: Connor. How old do you guys think Sarah Connor is supposed to be in this movie?
0: Oh, God. It's way younger than she looks. That's unkind question. Um, I, I feel like she's probably supposed to be like 22 or something. Yeah, 24. 18. What? She's, she's got her own apartment with a roommate and everything. It's it's canon as eighteen. All right. <laughs> I don't but, know I mean, why.
1: Well, I mean like how that's just like the language of movie especially for well, the eighties. I like, mean they say like, they also oh, say Oh yeah, eighteen year old obviously played by someone in their late. Well, 20s.
2: Terminator two is eleven years later and she's twenty nine. She's supposed to be yeah. twenty nine in that
0: Okay, movie. yeah. They never they never so. do say her age in this one. They do say that uh that uh Michael Bain's character, uh Kyle Reese, is supposed to be twenty-five. That's a hard twenty-five if I've ever seen it. Damn, um, but That's I mean a he, twenty-five. He, he has he has been he has been living in uh, the post-apocalyptic future. So that'll age you. Yeah, you yeah. know yeah, that'll that'll age you. I do like when he like uh, appears from the future and he's like naked too. You see, like on his back, he's got like a bunch of like burn scars and shit that are probably from you know fucking laser beams and shit like that. Yeah, uh, they never
1: say, do they?
0: No, well, no, but yeah, and I, well, I like that. That's good. I mean, yeah, he's a soul okay. he's he's a soldier from the future war. You know, yeah, maybe so like would, at some point the robots had him plugged
1: into something too. Like, I mean, he
0: does have like a like a barcode burned onto his exactly. wrist that they that he mentions is is like a laser burn or something from when they were enslaved by the the machines or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, you and you know, we see at the beginning that the the ships and stuff are all shooting lasers. Um, and we see that in a couple of the flashbacks too. Something I never
1: realized is that they were really they were really pushing the Nazi angle. I didn't realize that before because um, that's that's less touched on in T2, but they basically relegate all the people to like camps. Mm-hmm. and he has a barcode on his hand that's very similar to like the, yeah like the the, the Jewish tattoos. From the concentration camps, and uh, having actually not seen this movie, I really thought I had. But like yeah, having not seen the movie, I never really made that connection. Robot like, Nazi, yeah,
0: basically. What if Hitler was a computer? That sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what, that's if cool. what if Hitler <laughs> was a was a computer? What? It? <laughs> what if Hitler was on Neopets? <laughs> that would be pretty scary, in it. Pretty scary. It Would be pretty scary. <laughs> what if your mum? ran on batteries what if your toaster could download child pornography oh my god <laughs> terrifying in it all right in it. That, that would be so that would be right scary
1: <laughs> okay, i'm gonna spit my drink all right uh okay so uh after they show up uh arnold gets out a, a telephone directory and he starts uh, hunting down Sarah Connors one at a time yep. I like how we get to, we have to sort of piece together what he's doing here mm-hmm. you know what's what's happening the alongside the police uh, one of which uh, played by Lance Hendrickson Lance Hendrickson or yes
0: another near dark uh, and al- and aliens and aliens yeah, yeah which uh, was two years after two years after this that's 86 yeah. right aliens yeah I think so
1: yeah um, gonna be a real testament to to lance hendrickson like uh just like some of the best in the industry loved working with him yeah that's I mean,
0: a he's had, had a, a he, he's, ha, he's had a rich and storied career yeah yeah
1: pumpkinhead probably being his, his greatest work.
0: man i haven't seen those movies in such a long fucking time i do uh, not i do not remember liking them very much the creature
1: the creature at the end is pretty dope the uh, the, the creature another tangent yeah the we, should, we should pick it at some point the creature's kind of cool
0: is i just don't remember the movie being yeah. very good
1: Anywho, Lance Hendrickson. He's an um, important policeman, and uh, they're trying to get to the bottom of these. They think it's a some sort of a serial killer. And
0: well, I mean, it is by definition. Yeah. He's killing people well, serially. He's a, he's
1: a serial killer because he yeah because he has a serial number. He's oh yeah,
0: probably got a lot of serial numbers on all them different parts. Um, probably,
1: a se- but serials killer doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs>
2: Well, before he kills the Sarah Connors, he uh, goes to the gun shop.
0: Yes, that's right.
2: Uh, w- one of my favorite scenes. Another
0: great little uh, character actor cameo in there with uh, Dick Miller being the, the gun store owner. Just for the one scene. Yeah. yeah. Before he gets fucking promptly blown away mm-hmm. after he uh, buys all or sells all of these guns. I was a little surprised he killed
1: him right, or just right then and there. I was just... I figured that they'd keep Dick Miller around for longer, but they did no, not.
0: No, <laughs> he's the termin the Terminator terminate exists them. only to terminate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an an unfeeling, unthinking machine yep, bent only on, his, and only on his only on his mission.
2: I love how he asks uh, for a plasma rifle
0: yeah <laughs> it's like anything else plasma uh, he gives like some like uh specific model of plasma rifle I think just like hey what you see is what you get and just like <laughs> totally glosses over it but then he does give him some fucking awesome guns the uh
1: the pistol with the laser sight on it mm-hmm. fucking yeah. but iconic that shit is so cool yeah and uh
0: the fucking uh shot auto loader shotgun mm-hmm. um and the uzi yeah that yeah the, he 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 takes the uzi as like a consolation for uh, not being able to get the plasma rifle yeah. like what you see is what you get is like 90 mm uzi <laughs> <laughs> So then he goes on his killing spree just going through the phone book and killing Sarah Connor's one at a time until he finds the right one. Uh I I really like the scene where uh Sarah's at like out at the restaurant um and like hears on the news that like two women named Sarah Connor have been killed and she just like immediately realizes like oh shit, I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and you know tries to to call her her roommate who has her, her weird, greasy boyfriend over, um, but won't answer the phone because they're too busy having sex and eating sandwiches and listening to 80s music. Intimacy. They Intimacy. Did, yeah, they, yeah, yeah.
1: They didn't deserve to die. It's fucked
0: no, up. It, I'm, yeah, it is fucked they were up, They are just pursuing man.
1: the American dream, fucking and eating sandwiches. yeah. Uh I do I do love how yeah they they take a fucking break and she goes off to go make sandwiches and she she takes his walkman he's, cuz he's already passed out of course. And uh yeah she's dancing around the apartment. Like this movie spares no opportunity to play 80s dance jams. We're always like rocking throughout the movie and it's great. Um and so much of its Die Jack too. Like uh so she goes she starts making sandwiches and we get a we get a, a lizard jump scare cuz Sarah Connor has a pet lizard.
0: Yes, uh, um, Pugsley.
1: Pugsley. Pugsley. Just what you name a pug, I would think.
0: I was kind of hoping there would be a bit more payoff with the lizard, honestly. I was hoping it would, like, jump on Arnold's face or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, while she's dancing and making a sandwich in the kitchen, Arnold comes through the window and has uh, a sweaty fight with her uh, mostly naked boyfriend uh, before. She even notices because she's coming back to the the bedroom with the big uh, fucking uh, Scooby Doo ass sandwich that she made, uh, and he crashes through the uh, through the uh, or no, he like throws her boyfriend through the yeah and door she drops her and big plate drops and drops sandwiches it. Yeah.
2: and her full glass of milk. Yes,
0: <laughs> you know the this
1: era of movies often gets a generally valid rap for being like pretty chauvinistic, but I will say this movie. Pretty fair. We have a a four to one male to female nudity ratio in this film. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, as we got we got Arnold at the beginning, we got Kyle Reese at the beginning. We have this guy in that room. We have Kyle Reese again naked later during the sex scene, and we only get one um, Linda Hamilton. So that's uh, yeah, it's four to one. Pretty good. It's pretty good Yeah, odds. yeah pretty that, progressive is, that, is, odds.
0: that is progressive. That is progressive. This movie. Motherfucker had his notebook out.
1: Check <laughs> it. I had to think it through. I, well, yeah. Just a second. I was like, okay. Well, there's that one. And there's that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Hot shot. Does the movie pass the Bechtel test? I don't. I
1: don't know. Maybe I don't know. There's some waitresses talking. Who cares? It's I think it does test. technically yeah. pass the Bechtel um, test. Yeah. I think. I think it sure is. Pretty progressive. Uh, I think the whole plot, you know, like that she's like the 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 mother of the the revolution and shit is great. If we're being sincere, which we weren't, but let's be sincere yeah. for a second. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Fuck sincerity. I think it's good for that. I I disagree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's a very capable character in this one. And, of course, in the sequel, it's all about her being, like, a badass, right? Yeah. Um, you know, she, yeah, she's, she, she's like she a like, proper,
1: like, mother of the revolution. And, uh, you know, she's she's certainly not, like, a screaming dam- damsel. And this movie sets her up really well for that. Because it it almost subverts, because she is, like, the young waitress, and she's getting her life together, and she's hanging out with her roommates. And, you know, she's just an average girl, from the '80s, and so yeah, we're kind of set With up to think that she is going to be like hair. a worthless, yeah, big her hair, enormous of hair. Of course, got to have the big hair. It's the '80s. Yeah, we're, we're set up to think that she is going to be like another worthless damsel, and she's <laughs> set up to. Rise, rise to the occasion. What, you know? what a way to put that. Well, well, you know, going by the, the you know, the, the talk of the time, that was uh, <laughs>
0: the thirties. <30s. laughs> yes, worthless. <laughs> this
1: worthless, just worthless dame, <laughs>
2: yeah. this broad over here.
0: Yeah, but what a dime! This hysterical broad, <laughs> worthless dame. <laughs> And then Big Jim came along and said, no. no.
2: He ended sexism. That's Big right. Jim I, ended I, you know, I
0: wasn't trying to say it directly, but. James Cameron ended sexism in 1984 when he made Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was the And then the he moment. proceeded to go along and have a much more important career than Catherine Bigelow. <laughs>
2: Aww, that one damsel. <laughs> uh, Alright. Hey! Hey! Parody! He? <laughs> Parody! Hey. <laughs> Parody! Yeah. Um. Better be. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, what's great about uh, Sarah Connor in this movie is she is like a hero of circumstance. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, As he, like she's
2: not are. like a girl boss. like no. In like a very 2010s, 2020 sense. Like, well, she I
1: mean, or boy boss for the same reason, right? Like, it's. Y- A good hero is one that rises to the occasion. Fuck gender, you know? Like, it's all about,
2: like... Well, what I mean by that is, like, she is a strong character, but it's not written for her character to be the strong, flawless character. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, absolutely. She she is forced to rise to the circumstance Mm -hmm. that she faces, not by choice, but just by coincidence. Yeah, Yeah,
1: by circumstance. Yeah. Good old the hero's journey shit, you know? The, the adventure is thrust upon the hero. Kyle Reese. Let's talk about
0: Kyle Reese. Let's, 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 let's Reese it up. Yeah. Let's Reese it up. Yeah. Um, let's go to Beantown. Michael Beantown. Michael Beantown. Um, yeah, Kyle Reese, uh, he's, you know, the, the sort of... Uh... He's a Christ figure, really. Is he? Is he a Christ figure? Not real. I mean, he. I don't I, think so. I think I, you're just saying that. I, de- I definitely am. <laughs> I think it's that. funny. I don't know. He dies for our sins. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, not really, but I mean, really, like if we're if we're gonna pivot to being serious, like R- the, really, the Terminator is John, a Christ figure. John Connor is the Christ figure, right? No, this is the Terminator because he 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 comes back. He even says, I'll, I'll be, be back. back. The famous line. He says, I'll be back. Just, just like, like Christ. Just like Christ. Yeah. That's exactly what Christ said as he was dying <laughs> on the cross. He said, I'll be back. And we've been waiting 2,000 years. Where is he? Where is he at? The Terminator comes back way faster. It's, it's like, so we
1: have a perfectly good robot 80s robot movie with a Christ allegory, which is Robocop, like we could yeah. be talking about. But like, nah,
2: nah. Yeah, we've already done
1: that. We've already, yeah, we, we already
0: did that. It time, was good. To, time to move on to a different Robo-Christ. That's right. The, but this one, this one, he's bad. He's bad. He's this evil Robo-Christ. This one, he's, he's bad. Which is what
1: I will be referring to him as for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Until well, I get tired of it quickly.
0: You know, I mean, I think I think it, it, it's funny, like, in comparison to T2 and, like, the the sort of, like, long-enduring Terminator legacy is, like arnold's terminator is like a hero right like that's generally how he's thought of in like broad popular culture but like he's the villain i mean he He is the villain in this one yeah Yeah. you know they they send him back again in in t2 to stop uh, uh robert patrick
2: well i almost feel like that's why his character works even better in t2 is because he's set up as this very intimidating, scary villain in the first one. And by the second one, you know, a T-800 comes back and, you know, he's outclassed by this newer, scarier model. The
0: newer, scarier model, yeah, Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's, it's cool seeing, like, where that legacy started in this movie where like Arnold is the the monster he's the slasher villain right yeah. uh, he's he's the unstoppable killer who just uh, blows people away indiscriminately I love how jumping ahead a little bit when he comes for them in the the police station how just like leaning up to this Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese have been like telling, the the police all of this stuff uh, Reese gives his whole backstory and of course they don't believe him they have uh, a chronically sleepy police psychiatrist uh, in there Relatable. you know who's uh, uh, interviewing him and then like playing the tapes back and talking about how he's like got par- paranoid delusions yada yada all of this stuff and you know they're they're telling Sarah Connors, like oh well the reason that the guy uh, that you kept shooting over and over didn't die was because he was on PCP and wearing uh, a pull and wearing police body armor. Surely, and then like he shows up at the police station after all of this, and just one after another, all of these cops just like run out into the hallway and just like unload at him and then just immediately get shot it's like the fucking it's three stooges so well. just like one after the other because mm-hmm. and- like
1: they're you know we, we've already seen arnold in action a little bit and then you know right beforehand she's all worried and they're like oh no take us take a nap on the couch it's it's more comfortable than it looks and seriously don't worry like you're police totally s-
0: I got 30 cops 30 out there. 30 cops
1: in this police station. And it just, you know... it couldn't has be like, safer, yeah. That has me rubbing my hands and licking my lips, you know? Like, oh, shit. Like, this is gonna go down. And yeah. it does.
2: I smell bacon. I smell bacon. Oh, shit. Goddamn <laughs> <laughs> it.
0: It's so funny that, oh, like... God. That's the scene where, like, the famous, like, I'll be back line lands. And it's like, I just... I I mean, clearly, because I'd never actually seen the movie before. But you never think about the context of that line uh, usually. I had
1: no idea it was about. It was. It's followed up by him driving a car. Yeah, yeah.
0: He walks into the police station. He's like, "I need to talk to Sarah Connor." And the cop is like, "No, she's giving a statement." He's like, "Okay, I'll be back." And walks out, and then just drives a car straight through. When he said it in that scene, I was just thinking
1: like surely at the end of the film he says it again. But no. 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 That's it. That's the scene where he says the iconic...
0: Does he say yeah. it again in T2? Does he say, I'll yes. be back in T2? Yeah. I think I, I think, know, so. I think. I
1: think he says it at the end, and it is iconic. And I think that's where it was really kind of reinforced, I would think. Okay. Because... It's been a minute since I've yeah.
0: seen T2. I um, always forget.
1: On that note, though, something that was really buzzing through my head throughout this whole movie was...
0: It was busting through your head? Oh, no, buzzing. Oh. Um, like,
1: Should- a, like a bee...
0: Okay, I was busting. Um, was a loud thought,
1: you know, um, buzzing around. Anyway, um, not not busting, no. Uh, but buzzing around my head was... There's been so many s- stupid adaptations of Terminator, right? Like, we, we got one last year. They've been pumping them out since the franchise started. Mm-hmm. And just how much they've missed what makes Terminator happen? Terminator, to me. Like, oh, watching yeah. this and taking it in fresh for the first time. And seeing, like, what is, like, known versus what is, like properly iconically terminator and i it's so silly to me like arnold is important and the one-liners are important but like it's it's the vibes man it's the vibes of this movie and none of the other terminator movies that i've seen or clips i've seen of them like have the same vibes
0: yeah like it's that whole
1: idea of like coming back from 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 time and the the neo-noir sci-fi stuff is like Mm -hmm. really much more prime and 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 i mean and, and again emphasis on noir the the tech is, is there and it's present, but it's it's not constant. Um and all the other Terminator movies are just like it's constant tech, it's, well, it's constant constantly sci-fi. having to
0: outdo itself, right? Right. And it's
1: like back to basics, man. Like get the it's the fog and the blue lights and the shiny stuff.
2: Like I feel like most Terminator things are pulling from T two rather than this one. Sure. Um I think they might have, you know, do a service to themselves pulling mm-hmm. from this and kinda stripping things back a little bit
1: but it it reminds Um, me it's the same mistakes that like a lot of the the modern slasher remakes make also where they think that the mask and the killer weapon makes the monster and not the vibes yeah you know and like and not the plot elements
0: yeah remakes and legacy sequels often miss the point of what made the original great yeah um and i think ben absolutely has a point that like you know this movie is important, but t Two cemented the legacy, and everything after that was trying to fill t two's shoes um I've not seen most of the Terminator sequels. I did see that the the one with Christian Bale that's like all set in the future, mm-hmm. yeah, which came out in like the late 2000s. Well, yeah. fun that's about not a very good', good one. like
2: the three I think it's been three. Once that came out post T um, three,
0: yeah. There's the
2: Resistance.
0: Uh, Salvation. Yeah, the Salvation is the is the Christian yeah, Bale Salvation. one, and then there's like Dark Genesis, Dark Genesis which came out a few and, years
1: ago, and then. Uh, well, there's Salvation, also I the Sarah Connor uh, Chronicles. The T that was a TV. Yeah, that was a TV, but, uh, I, yeah, was a TV
2: show. The, the kind of soft reboot movies. They were each trying to set up them to be trilogies and none of them panned out yeah so they're all three like (laughs) movie
0: one of three oh. in a row
1: don't do that
2: <laughs> just tell
1: yeah. one good story like come on one of
0: them one of the recent ones i know they did bring linda hamilton and arnold back and they they yeah. digitally smoothed arnold and they're like it's okay it looks uncanny well, because the he's theater. a because he's a robot mm-hmm. because
1: yeah in is it the last one of the one before that they did that but also in salvation at the very end there's a cg arnold boss fight
0: yeah, see, I do not remember that Yeah, that all. movie,
1: like, it, whenever I, like, I, I remember my experience of watching that movie, it's just, like, me sitting in a movie, That
0: movie stinks, because it's, it's, like, it's, like, in a Terminator Iraq War movie. Like, I, I
1: just, I just, like, I, I, I try and remember remember it, and I just remember me sitting in a dark theater and just the sound of her grenade ringing for two hours. Like, it's just, it's so fucking relentless. <laughs> Such
0: an ugly-looking movie, too. Yeah, it's just brown, brown, brown and brown. relentless. Brown. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, did, like... like Mick yeah like was
1: it directed by <laughs> yeah again again, meanwhile this movie's so vivid and colorful yeah um and it's well, just set in l a in the 80s and it's it, and to me like this movie looks even though it's set in like quote present day, it looks way more sci-fi than uh that salvation movie does.
2: yeah yeah um well, you say it's really colorful, but i I like how limited the color palette feels yeah it's ri- it's rich but it is very limited you know because the majority of it is set at night you you have a lot of blue lights and you have a lot of red accents mm-hmm. yeah all of the terminator vision is in red terminator's red eye of course mm-hmm. that we uh we get some nice shots of um they really kind of limit the the bright pops of color to where it matters mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean it's it's a very colorful film most of it is very cold except for like yeah those those few times of like the bright red accents um which pair really nicely um i do i think the the animatronic arnold head when we first see his red robo eye is like the one effect that does not hold up very well but it's so funny it's fun it's, so fun. it's fun but it does look it it oh, does yeah. look pretty bad,
1: yeah, especially. You got a good laugh out of all of us.
0: Especially in contrast to the endoskeleton at the end after he's been blown up, and it's like just the metal skeleton. Like that looks great. Yeah, like that animatronic looks fantastic. Everyone's the crawling
1: around it's so fucking yeah. The, spooky.
0: you know the the stop motion stuff looks really fucking good, really smooth um and like yeah that that all looks great and it's just like just those couple of times where it's like the animatronic rubber arnold head with like the the red eye showing through it's like that's the one thing in this movie like that does not look very good um everything else effects wise has has aged remarkably i yeah, think
1: absolutely it um yeah that the practical arnold head when he starts pulling out his eyeball reminded me of the practical Arnold head with the swollen eyeballs in Total Recall. Total Recall, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, and it made me wonder. Which is a
0: much tonally goofier Yeah, film. there it's, it's so, like, almost it's, supposed to be yeah, silly it's and less cartoon-ish. out of place, yeah, I, I think. I mean,
1: his eyeballs are, like, popping up his head like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah it's it's Sphere I I um, do,
0: to be clear, though, I do think the, the part where he is, like, removing his, Every like, other
1: shot in that scene. Where
0: he's, like, great. removing his eye... Yeah that his damaged eye to like reveal the red part underneath like that, where it's just like, it's, it's almost like an Unchian and Andalou kind of uh mm-hmm. shot where he's like holding the eye open. And he's bringing like a, an exacto blade in to like carve it out. That all that all looks really good because it's just like they just shoot it with creative angles and like some prosthetics and then they cut to the the head moving around with the red eye of just like rubber Arnold. It's like, ah, that doesn't look (laughs) it's I do think it's especially funny because like at one point when uh, Reese is like giving some exposition to Sarah Connor, he's like he's like at first when they sent in infiltrators, they had rubber skin. We could spot those pretty easily. But then they started using real living flesh. But just like him saying that, and then later seeing like the the rubber Arnold head moving around, it's like I thought you said they got better than that. <laughs> I thought you said they upped their game. That's
1: uh, funny. Another shot that looks really good um, is when he operates on his arm.
0: Yes, that is the coolest effect. Hands the...
1: are hard. Yeah. And uh, well, it's
0: it's a real it's a real hand coming up from under the under table the desk, and then yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, that
0: is yeah, that is that is uh painted into a a mm-hmm. prosthetic arm well, that
1: has It is that I think for the most part like during the shot where you see the whole the hole in the arm with the bits underneath and like the oh, the mechanical bits moving. But then there's another part too where he like he then cuts into the hand and I'm pretty sure that was puppetry. Uh,
0: the the arm is, but the actual hand the with the fingers oh, moving. Yeah. yeah, you can see the videos on on YouTube of how they did that. They had uh, somebody under the table with sure, their like hand an alien. up through it. Yeah. yeah. So like all of the hand stuff was a real hand which is part of why it looks so good. But yeah, then when he's cutting into the arm and pulling it back and you see like the the little metal pistons and stuff moving inside as he twitches each one of his fingers is a uh, um that's an extremely cool effect. Yeah, and it's, it's held incredible. up has held up very very well. Yeah,
1: and again, wet latex.
0: Yep, wet latex. Movies Can't are too go dry. With now. It. Yeah. Movies are way too dry. <laughs> That's why Big Jim had to go and make Avatar Way of Water, yep. one of the wettest movies I've seen in years. Yep. Reclaiming the wet. He's and, oh. and it's all and it's all digital wetness, too. Doing something that only Big Jim can do, and making digital wetness look as good as real wetness. All
1: right, put your boner away. <laughs> Moving
0: on. So, the... Uh, the Abyss! The Abyss! <laughs> the abyss. <laughs> right. What Speaking did? of wet movies, James Cameron loves a wet movie. He does. And that's why he's one of the last real filmmakers.
2: (laughs) You could argue that his whole career has been foundationally built upon
0: wetness. It's true. Titanic? Yeah. Way of Water? Way of Water.
1: Aliens gets pretty wet. Those are very very gooey Very gooey films, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of wetness and goo and he gets it like it's it's that it's that tactile element i think it's you know being able to reach out and feel a movie and, and he designed
0: textures. it and he designed and built a a submarine that's capable of going deeper than any other submarine built
1: this was really strongly reinforced recently yeah um, <laughs> this, this stark reminder
0: i love whoever's idea it was to go to james cameron about the fucking ocean gate thing and be like james to what what do you think he's like oh yeah they fucked up they built the cheapest shittiest little submarine powered by a fucking xbox controller in that news
2: cycle there was a story
0: um
2: and video that resurfaced of big jim coming up from one of those big dives and uh, learning about nine eleven.
0: Yeah, while they were uh, shooting, when was there too? Uh, right? Uh, it was Bill Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton is right. the one. I think it's when they were shooting Titanic. Yeah, or no, no, because no, no, Titanic, Titanic was, was before 90s, that. It yeah. was ninety seven. Um, yeah, they were <laughs> sh- they were shooting something, and James Cameron was at the bottom of the ocean during while when nine eleven happened and the uh the video of him coming out of the submarine and Bill Paxton being like it's the worst terror attack in human history jim <laughs> such a funny <laughs> oh man uh
1: Technoir. let's talk about the club oh yeah okay. we got we got to yeah. touch on i i love that he named they named the club The genre of the movie yeah i think that's very fun uh the 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 club is literally called tech noir which is just what the movie is and that's great um and And uh, it's the
0: first scene where all of our our three central characters are brought together mm -hmm. for the first time the terminator
1: find out finds out that sarah connor is there sarah connor phones the police the police tell her to stay there and Kyle and Reese don't go to, the
0: yeah, don't no go, go to the bathroom. Yeah, don't go to the bathroom. No shitting. No
1: shitting. Yeah, and uh, and and at this point, Sarah Connor has has noticed Kyle Reese tailing her. She thinks he's the killer. Yeah, which is nice, good tension. And then she's sitting there waiting for you know the next beat to drop, and he comes Arnold, and he uh, he walks up to her very matter of fact, and lifts the pistol up, and Kyle Reese knows at that moment who the terminator is.
0: Yeah, he's had to wait and watch because they can so perfectly imitate humans that you don't know who who it's going to be until you be. until you see an enormous austrian man walk into the club. <laughs> <laughs> and in a, in a in a fucking sort of like techno club he could just be there for Dare Funky Beats. That's true. Yeah. He could just be there Big to Austrian party. Man. Yeah, yeah. He could just be those... Just be a craft work yeah. enthusiast. Exactly. <laughs> I, but, then, but then when he pulls out an enormous <laughs> pistol, you know that he's actually the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene, it's probably just because we watched it pretty recently, but reminds me a lot of the, the club scene in Fright Night. A little oh, less okay. horny, but, you know, this kind of like very uh central like confrontation scene with the monster in a club where in an 80s club where everybody's fucking you know dancing and bopping i, I was uh
1: to bring it up again i was i was thinking about the one in robocop where he gets ray wise
0: oh yeah that too
1: too <laughs> i think this is a better scene um i prefer robocop as a film but i i think that this is a this this club scene is really good for a tight. reason that I think... You also comment on being a little corny,
0: uh, and that is the slow-mo bits. Yeah, it's just because all the people doing their fucking goofy 80s see, dances dancing. in slow motion. But here's here's what... I think it's great. I love it. It is that. great. This
1: movie, it, it, there's a very simple thing that it, they do there that most movies don't go through the effort of doing, and that is that they still have everyone dancing on beat. Bad movies, when they do club scenes, they just kind of tell people to dance without music on, or there's like a simple basic track, um, and people just kind of yeah doing whatever but here it's like well yeah because if you're it's, recording it's like
0: on set audio you can't just have music playing <laughs> yeah
1: but here like they they coordinate it so during the slow-mo shots like everyone is it's it's like waves rising and cresting as people are like moving and then arnold just cutting through them without rhythm and it i i think it's really cool i yeah. it's say it's a really cool yeah. like use of motion and um it it just makes it a, a better a better scene than like so many of those other club sequences and movies. Oh, I get RoboCop included. Though this one doesn't have Ray Wise in it, so it's going to take a hit for that. Um, but
0: yeah, um, well, sometimes you get Ray Wise, sometimes you get Arnold. Yeah. You know, can't can't win them all.
1: Yeah, man, I, I did really like that. Um, no, it's
0: it's a fucking it's a great scene, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's when it's when the movie becomes like an action film proper, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like that's when that's the it's the first of of. Mm-hmm. Many, like, gunfights. And it's great shootouts. because, uh,
1: yeah, the people are scattering. Um, Kyle gets a couple of shots into him. I love all the stuff with the Uzi. We haven't really talked about Arnold's physicality here, but you really believe he's a big robot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and and it is, it is like, very carefully done. And it, it brings up a point that I, I talk about with peers a lot, and that's that there's just different types of actors. Um, and I just don't think that physical actors get enough credit. For being like great actors, I think that it is an equally valuable skill set as dramatic acting. I mean, if you can have both, fantastic, right? Depends on the depends on
0: the film entirely. What is the role
1: calling for? It's all about knowing
0: how to cast the actors. Yeah, it's golden apples and golden
1: ducks. Like they're they're very different. They can be very different crafts that cross over. And here, like, having that kind of physicality takes a great deal of understanding your own body and muscle control and um, choreography. And well, that's a, that's an art. And I, mean, I think he, he does it really well.
0: He's a bodybuilder, right? Before, <laughs> yeah. Right? He's, he's a well, bodybuilder. He was the world,
1: the highest rated bodybuilder.
0: He was literally Mr. Universe. Mr. Universe, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, who, who has to have, like, greater moment-to-moment control over their bodies than... Yeah. Bodybuilders, yeah, because he, you
1: know? he, he 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 got there by pushing his limits and knowing yeah. like. And, and to do that, you really do have to fully understand and, yourself. I
0: well, think. yeah. And to gain that kind of physique, like to lift weights the way that they do, you have to do it with like absolutely impeccable form or you're going to injure yourself. Yeah. So like, in, in just, a big like having, yeah, like having that control, that full control over your body is just like such a valuable physical acting mm-hmm. thing. And Arnold is really like, is perfect for this because yeah, he is able to move in a way that feels like he is a perfect big,
1: killing machine yeah
0: he's a big robot and, Yeah,
1: and I, I love it that uh yeah there's this really good shot uh during that scene where kyle he slides across the bar and dives over the side and arnold with the like he pulls the uzi out of his cloak and he tracks the movement like perfectly and
0: yeah. it's, it's
1: like because like it's there's just like this 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 perfect arc that that kyle reese takes and then arnold just follows it because he because he's just this ideal machine and he has like laser tracking. Um so even though like he isn't hitting his mark, he doesn't feel like a stormtrooper. He still feels dead accurate in this yeah. film even though he like frankly he does miss a lot. But y- y- it doesn't it doesn't break the the immersion or yeah. the, the you know like the the sense of how powerful he is. Um and and then yeah Kyle like gets a number of shots on him and only ever enough to knock him down and he's coming right back up yep. again.
0: Just to slow him down. Just
1: to slow yeah. him down and and again all that before the police station scene where they then say, oh, there's yeah. 30 cops in here. You're going to be fine. Take a nap. <laughs> we all know, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's going to yeah. go down. And sure enough, it does. Um, we've already talked about that scene, so we can we probably move on from there.
0: Yeah. Well, from there, they, they go on to the, the motel, you know, which is where we get a lot of exposition. And we also uh, get the the horny factor increasing. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, Did, were you guys
1: kind of surprised when they asked for a hotel with a kitchen? I even think that they really made those very much.
0: I mean, it makes sense. That's just something yeah. I never needed
1: a hotel with a kitchen. So
0: I've never I mean, thought about it. you can still get hotel rooms that have, like, little kitchenettes. Like, it's never much more than, like, a small fridge, a sink, and, like, a hot plate, a maybe a microwave or something. Yeah. But they do need a kitchen be- because uh, they have to make some uh, some plastic explosive to make some fucking pipe bombs. Um I, the fucking, the fucking horny ass scene where he's telling, where he's telling her, or no, she, she asks him in like the clumsiest way, like the, just the absolute clunkiest way if he has a girlfriend back in the future. Um, She starts by asking women in the future, what are they like? And he's like, "Good fighters." And he's like, "She's like, that's not what I mean." Do you have someone special? He's like, just ask that. <laughs> um, but then he goes on to tell her, oh, like, how
1: people are though, you know, you got to kind of be roundabout and
0: go." Uh, but he goes on to tell her, yeah. "Like, he's like, uh, he tells her that he's a virgin. Basically, it's like, no, there's never been a girl. But years ago, John Connor gave me a picture of you." And I never... He never told me why. But I fucking looked at that picture and I got so fucking horny about it all the time. And I've loved you ever since I can remember. And she's like, I'm also horny for you, Kyle Reese. Let, let <laughs> That's it. it. <laughs> and, That's how the scene goes. And then they have uh, a, very, a very clumsy <laughs> uh, sex scene. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, so... So eighties. Oh yeah, I like mean Like the the do 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 you know, music is playing. Yeah, he
0: slow he slowly lays her down on the motel bed, backlit by the blue light through the, the curtains.
1: It's really like the face to face slow laying down in the bed is like the synths play. Yeah. Like it's it's just oh man, it's it's very top gun. But more heterosexual.
0: <laughs> I mean, anything is
2: <laughs>
0: uh but then so you know at this is this is of course important because uh kyle reese has to be john connor's father as we find out later so uh <laughs> so he. <laughs> He had to be like, "I need you to go back in time and fuck my mom." <laughs> <laughs> that
1: can't. is the craziest part of the, <laughs> on this
0: movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Bye, Miles. That is the silliest part. Like, the, like uh, the John Connor he- head of the re- head of the revolution. Said Kyle Reese, "I need you to go back in time and fuck my mom." Like what the fuck? You what? Yeah. It always like hurts
2: my head a little thinking about too hard. Yeah,
0: like. well, it's like he didn't. He didn't tell him that, but that is why he gave him the look picture of. Photograph. Yeah, it's like look at this picture of my mom and how hot she is, and I need you to get. I need you to spend <laughs> years and years and years getting progressively hornier and hornier for her, and you're never allowed to have sex with any other woman. You must only be horny okay, for my hot mom. That,
1: that's the ter- Terminator movie I want to see. I want to see the one where John Connor keeps women away from Kyle Reese so that he fucks his mom in the future. Just,
0: <laughs> just like constantly cock-blocking. There's him. no robots in it, it's all just them in the tunnels. Like huddled, uh, mm-hmm. and him just constantly being like, oh, hey, over just being, here, just being approached by like the the like dustiest women yeah. you've ever seen because it's the post apocalypse and nobody has taken a bath yeah. ever in their lives. And and, and, and and
1: Kyle Reese thinks that John Connor might be gay for him, but really, like you know, he's, like, he's his oh, dad, he's so like oh, so oh, the, that, so... that can't be a thing, you know. So it's like a will they, won't they, you know, forbidden kind of qual- you
0: know, it's the whole thing. It's like oh, I'm so <laughs> horny, and then John <laughs> Connor, <laughs> 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 look on his face. What won't, are <laughs> gay incest. <That's... laughs> and it was, like, it was like, you can't, I, I, I can't tell you why, but you can't have sex with any woman. Or ever. me! But here, look <laughs> at this picture, but here, take this picture of my mom. I, I'm not going to tell you why, but it's extremely important. important. <laughs> <laughs> but don't fuck anybody! Be careful. <laughs> I need you to be maximum horny for when it's time to send you back to
1: 1984. <laughs> oh, man. Freedom fighters aren't really known for, like, being the most attractive people on the planet. And they are not really for being hideous either. But, like, you know, you're a freedom fighter. You're probably missing a couple teeth. You're, you know, you're, like, in stinky holes all day. Um, and not, <laughs> not like that. But, um... <laughs>
0: But, uh, I'm a freedom like, fighter. Kyle Reese balls man, deep and stinky hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! Oh God! No, I was trying to he's say. Him.
0: No, you know, I'm saying he's standing in a hole in the ground up to his waist. He's <laughs> and it smells bad. What's happening? I'm so sorry. Um, Get your mind out of the gun. I'm trying real hard
1: to. You
0: fucking purr.
1: Um, so Kyle, uh, he, um, but he, and he's so attractive. Like, how 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 are the, how are the the freedom fighter ladies not trying to jump his bones all the time? And I'm telling you, it's because John Connor was was actively trying to keep him off of
0: them. Yeah. Yeah. It probably has nothing to do with the fact that they're engaged in a forever war with an uh, endless horde of, no, of I'm not interested in those details. Of of uh of relentless that. machines <laughs> and that they have to constantly they have to constantly worry about a machine disguised as a man walking through their door and mowing them down in their tunnels like we see happening in the movie. Definitely has nothing to do with that.
1: No, no, definitely definitely not. Uh all right. Well, I think that's that's all the material I can get out of that. Um, we do get a flashback around the same time. Yeah, in the movie. there's oh, a couple of flashbacks of that. Yeah. And I I love the sequence where their uh, their resistance is in the tunnels, um, and the Terminator comes in. Uh, you know, of course, a different Terminator, and uh, they have the dogs at the front of the tunnel, and the dogs start going crazy. There's a little bit of dialogue, I and mean, they make it clear they're like, "Oh yeah, I need them to sniff out the Terminators or whatever." Yeah. But I like the idea of like someone bringing in like a tricycle or something. The dogs freaking out. Like,
0: yeah, know, I feel like the dogs alloy. would probably, like, freak out at, like, way more just, like, mundane things. It's like they just start barking at a dude who's got, like, a fucking 30-year-old Slim Jim in his pocket that he found in, like, the rubble or something. The dogs start barking, and they just, like, mow the, guy just down. Mow the dude down. <laughs> it's like he was a Terminator. It's like, the dogs are just, like, digging the beef jerky out of his <laughs> Um...
1: Yeah, so we we, they set that up like relatively organically, and I I like that. Yeah, Um, I like that that sequence is cool. Like all the sci-fi like corridors, and like there's a we get Kyle Reese walking down a hallway, and he sees two kids watching TV, and then the camera flips around, and we see that like the TV has been hollowed out; it's just been made into a fireplace. Yeah, (laughs) fill the whole tunnel with smoke. But um, like, I think that's fun. But yeah, it's like like watching just a fire. Yeah, you know, like, in, like
0: inside of movie. a hollowed out TV, yeah. and he sits down. And he pulls out the picture of Sarah Connor, and he's thinking about having a wank. And then uh, the Terminator comes in and just starts mowing everybody down with what his if John big. John Connor
1: sent that Terminator, so Kyle Reese couldn't have a wank. Oh
0: yo what if what if he did he's like i gotta keep him sexually i gotta keep I'm in him that as deep frustrated lore as
1: possible <laughs> i'm in that terminator deep I lore, man keep
0: him as sexually frustrated is that when the picture burns? when the picture burns up too or does I that forget. happen i think around that time yeah <sighs> that was later is he is he back in a is he back in the past when the picture burns I, up? the
2: picture definitely burns in a flashback,
0: okay yeah then if it does, then it must be during that scene, but yeah, that's like that's like his last like that's the picture that he's been using to jack off for years, and so it's burned and he's like now I have to go back to the past and fuck Sarah Connor because I don't have the picture anymore he really is like just the ultimate simp, yes, mm-hmm incredible yeah absolutely that
1: said i really like his character the
0: the, he's he's the ultimate unwitting simp as his (laughs) sim his his uh his sympathy has been uh has been carefully crafted by john connor who knows that he's his dad and he's like i have to send you back to fuck my mom and now we've come full circle we're back at the we're back at this joke um
2: The scene I really want to talk about comes right after that when the Terminator shows up at the motel and uh, a chase sequence begins. Yes. Um, This chase sequence is one of my favorite sequences of the movie. You get the Terminator on his, his motorbike. Chasing him down the highway.
0: Yeah, as Kyle Reese is throwing the pipe bombs that they made out the truck at him. And he can't, he, he keeps, he's trying to, like, time the fuse just right so he's able to get Arnold, but he can't. He either, he either blows up behind him or it blows up right in front of him. And you get fucking awesome shots of the, him on the motorcycle coming out of this, like, big cloud of smoke.
1: There is one um, time where it does blow up at the right time but it's to the right of him. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, again, Kyle Reese, like, still seems capable during it. He's targeting, he's thinking it through, but he just isn't lucky. Yeah. No, yeah, it makes it
0: work. Um, I, I like, after that, the, the way that transitions to the next part is, like, Arnold, like, pulls up alongside them, and they kind of, like, swerve and, like, knock him against, like, a guardrail, um, which is also what flips their car, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the maneuver that, like, crashes it. Mm-hmm. And, what uh, a stunt, man. Yeah, it's a fucking, shit. fucking sick stunt.
1: I love the shot. Like, it's it's a split second long, but you just see, like, the Terminator's body, like, sliding across the road. Yeah. To like... Yeah, awesome.
0: And it's like you get the the great shot of him sort of like sitting up and turning and looking at them. And he's got like his glowing red eye. And then just immediately he's run over by a fucking semi truck <laughs> and just gets like tangled up in the axle underneath, which really fucks his face up. Um, but it's still not enough to stop him because then Holy he shot. he gets out. He, he, he disentangles himself from the axle of the truck and then hijacks the truck. And we get that amazing
1: shot where the uh, – because the, the truck driver has a passenger. And the driver hops mm-hmm. out and be like, oh, fuck. I've got to see if we, we killed that dude or whatever. And he, he – uh, Arnold executes him. And then he, he enters the truck, but he enters it, um, and we see him his face on the right side, which is less damaged. And, and the guy's like, hey, man, what are you doing? And then he turns his head, and we just see the fucking exo, you know, yeah. end, endoskeleton. Just skeleton, I yeah, guess. Metal skeleton. <laughs> yeah, um, And uh, yeah. I, I, love, I love a good, like, pivot reveal. That's always fun. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, as he's, you know, he's chasing uh, Sarah and Kyle down in the truck, like, about to run them over. And Kyle jumps out of the way and throws his last remaining pipe bomb up the tailpipe of the truck it becomes a tailpipe bomb yeah which <laughs> all right well done um it was uh, a semi good pun all right calm down um yeah. and
2: then he jumps in a dumpster yes he
0: jumps in a dumpster because of course the semi truck is hauling you know like a huge tank of something highly explosive of course so when the pipe bomb goes off it sets off just like an even more massive like truly spectacular uh explosion Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it it doesn't just stop at the semi all the oil that's
1: been slicked all over the road also catches fire around it so we just get this beautiful inferno that sort of creates a wall of fire across the scene in multiple directions and-, and Arnold
0: like just he's he's still like he climbs out of the the destroyed what, cab what's of the cool truck is
1: I love how that shot because um uh Sarah Connor rounds the corner she's like ah oh, Kyle" and she runs over to Kyle and they're in the lower third like hugging and you know taking a moment and in the background is some rubble uh with the fire raging behind it and then the rubble starts to move, and you realize that what you thought were like components of the truck is the Terminator skeleton. So, we actually see it in the shot for a few seconds before we realize what it well, is. Well, before we see this, before we see the, cool. I, we see I, the I skeleton,
0: like, like Arnold, like gets out of the cab of the truck and he's like fully on fire and like takes a couple of steps towards them before like falling to the ground. And you can see like oh, all yeah, of the skin and before. stuff like melting off of God, the skeleton so underneath. And it's like that is just like one of like. The next three times where they think they got him, but surprise, he still he keeps coming because, yeah, then we get the shot that you describe where he stands up and it's just like the full gleaming skeleton with the the glowing red eyes um, that starts chasing them into the heavy machinery factory. I don't know. (laughs) That's all that it needs to be. Because there, that's where we get the the final, final confrontation, um, where Kyle sacrifices himself to uh, kill, or so he thinks, the Terminator by... Or I guess guess he had one more pipe bomb.
2: Yeah.
0: It wasn't the last one that he put in the the truck, because here in this scene, he, like, shoves it in, like, the Terminator's, like... Well, he had one up
2: his butt, just in case. Oh, know? of course, you gotta yeah. Got to keep one back, just, yeah.
0: just in case. Just yeah, just in case. You gotta keep one out just keep the the fuse hanging out your butthole at the back of your pants. This is a wild to... episode, um, but <laughs> uh, but like even that, like he sacrificed himself. But even that isn't enough because even though he blows the Terminator to pieces, it still keeps coming with its one remaining arm dragging itself towards Sarah. Um, I love that that part where it's like chasing because her leg is all fucked up too, so she can't walk. Everybody's so she's, limping, so she's crawling. the The mangled remains of the Terminator is crawling after her and she's like crawling through this huge pneumatic press that's like very narrow and you know she's able to claw her way out to the other side and like just as the terminator is like reaching out and like grabs her around the neck she's able to hit the button that activates the press and just fucking crushes it into scrap finally yeah. finally ending the the threat of the it's Terminator. Yeah, it a
2: great tense finale i will say it is a little similar to what they do in t2 uh, but better in t2 yes yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of overshadowed
1: yeah i i love uh the, the the whole time with the with the skeleton um i keep wanting to say exoskeleton that is not correct uh it, no it feels it's on right, though, it's on the inside yeah and endoskeleton that's just a skeleton um but uh uh, it's called that because it's ndo body, uh, but yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of the the old Ray Harryhausen, Jason and the Argonauts.
0: Skeleton. Oh, with the skeletons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah this again, stop motion skeletons moving around. It's just
0: stop motion skeleton is is a classic but uh, of of cinema. In that but... twenty
1: years, though, like I mean, the the technology had just clearly come like so much further. I mean, it, it is it, it's it's jerky and jerky in its movement. But the frame rate of it and the rest is also well, fluid, it's, and it's and it's so well composited in the scene too. Like the only uh, there's that one shot where they slam the door in front of it, which is a pretty common scene to do, like yeah. with compositing where the mon- the composited monster is coming up in large scale just as so the characters close the door. But in this one, like you can, you I, I don't you can tell you can tell, but like it's it's, it's good. The it's, scenes it's are good. good though. It's, it's good, good though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's tight.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the movement of, of the Terminator at that point, like, it is a little bit jerky, but it feels like it's jerky because of how badly damaged it is, yes. right? Like, it doesn't feel like a limitation of the technology that gives it that little bit of jerk that stop motion has, but that, like, yeah, he's, he's jerking and lurching around because he's fucking been through hell and is terribly damaged mm-hmm. and is just like barely holding together um
1: just just like kyle reese he's been jerking and lurking God, through hell. yeah
0: absolutely man uh yeah stop motion skeletons are, are really like a cinema classic it's but only but only big jim has the vision to say what if a stop motion skeleton was metal what if it was made of steel. And glowing red eyes. It had glowing cool. red eyes. What if? That's all you need. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and then the film ends with, you know, Sarah Connor driving out in the desert. She's visibly pregnant, and she's recording tapes. Obviously, like, to her unborn son, and she stops at a gas station, and she's like, should I tell you, like, should I tell you about your dad? Yeah, I guess you should, because if you don't send him back in time, then you'll never be born, so I need you to send your dad back in time. And
1: he, mischievously keep him away from all the other ladies. Yeah, and
0: like, don't, and make sure he's extremely horny. <laughs> so... <laughs> but uh and then at this point the a, a little a little Mexican boy runs up and takes her picture with his polaroid camera and sells it to her and we see that it's the photo that uh Kyle was using to jerk off for all of those many years um and uh <laughs> and then she she drives off into the <laughs> into the gathering storm uh okay
1: that, that that's that shit is really funny cuz like it's the kid says something um and he runs off and and she asks like what did he say and the guy says a storm is coming and then i and then i said a metaphorical storm yeah, it's,
0: it's metaphorical yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. and then she drives da, da, off da, da, into a map painting yeah into yeah. A, into a matte painting of a gathering storm and we the, did it and that's the terminator yeah, that's it we did it
1: Rated. i'll see you terma later uh we'll definitely be covering t2 at some point on the podcast um uh i in the moment watching the movie i was thinking god damn this is a five and it it is really good there are so many films out there i that i would put over this one as a five and and i wonder like is that enough to make me lower it to a four and a half and i think just by feeling on this one i think i i think i might should give okay i think i'm gonna give big gem a four and a half okay but it's it's such a fucking banger um oh god i don't know though it's so good oh uh, near but dark you- is better though i'm gonna give it a four and a half <laughs> I know.
0: I, I, you keep comparing it to a movie that he didn't make. I know, but it's they're similar, and I just I like they're it. of a similar era. And I want have to, a similar aesthetic. Yeah, and and are tanger- made by people who were married I, to each other, but yeah, they're not. Like, they're
1: not. Tangerine Dream did the score for for Dear Dark, and I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay, I'm give it a four and a half. Ben,
2: uh, this is a solid movie. Big Jim don't miss, um, but Big Jim is much better at sequels. Uh, this is a 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5.
0: Um, yeah, it's going to be a 4 out of 5 for me as well. Uh, it is a, a great film. An important film. Um, but, like you said, Big Jim is better at sequels. It's not T2. His sequel to
1: Titanic is probably his best work. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's true. Avatar, The Way of Water. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Winslet's in it. <laughs> um, anyway, that will give The Terminator... A, a strong average of 4.2 out of 5, um, and it was it was a, a, a joy and a pleasure to finally see this one and oh, talk about it. I think we've been needing to. Yes. Um, next week, it's Ben's pick. Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about next week?
2: Yeah, so uh, th- this pick, I'm doing something a little different. I um, recently watched a movie called Lake Nowhere. That I really liked. The one caveat is it's 45 minutes. So I'm going to do a shorts double feature. We're going to do Lake Nowhere and uh, Shinya Sukumoto's Haze. Two very different movies, but uh, two bangers.
0: Wow. Next week is a two-for-one special of two things I've never even heard of. Tsukumoto, is that
2: the guy that did
1: Tetsuo? yeah ah oh, awesome okay interesting do you love tetsuo did he make it before or after tetsuo after okay okay hell all right.
0: yeah all right well uh we've got a little bit of a uh, of a grab bag next week yeah. so yeah come back and join us sponsor
1: that was the, the dinging sound you heard i did not mean for that you're hopefully you're not your poison it's the
2: sponsor bell
1: the sponsor bell on the sponsor shelf and it's taken us to sponsor oh. hell in spite of ourself all right, this week is brought to you by get out get out the, the meat get out the meats power up the grill toast those buns.
0: It's time to be eating hand burgers. Hand burgers the burgers made of hand Hand burgers, burgers. Uh, taste better than sand yes yeah that's so true could mm-hmm. i couldn't Damn. put it better myself every
1: time i take a bite i think mm, mm, it's coarse is, but it tastes better than sand
0: this is better than sand and if you get it on sale you call that a five finger discount Wow. all right <laughs> that'll do it for us this week if you like the show please leave us a five star review wherever you're listening to this Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pod people pod. Shout out to our honorary pod boys, Sam, Zach, Micah, Mitchell, Yans, and special shout out to two, two. new honorary pod boys, Sam, two, and Henry. Hey. Yes, uh, Sam, two, and Henry, our newest patreon subscribers welcome um, thank you sam to aka goomba sam aka goomba <laughs> sam um yeah thank you for supporting the the podcast if you want to be like them go to patreon and do it uh you can also follow us at letterbox.com slash pod people pod where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and links to those reviews I don't really have anything to recommend this week. I forgot. I've just been playing Baldur's Gate. So I guess that's my recommendation is Baldur's Gate. It's, it's very, very fun. It's very, it's very good. It's consuming my life.
2: Well, I'm going to recommend a movie we watched last night on a whim. Oh, yes. Uh, it, absolute banger. Good one. I'm just going to ditto um, that. It's so fucking King good. King of the Kickboxers. It's an 80s like, direct-to-video action movie. Basically, a Hong Kong action movie uh, made for a US audience. Like, it's all in English, and it's all, like, clearly written uh, by someone who doesn't necessarily speak English. Um, But the action is fucking phenomenal. And
1: frankly, the the dialogue is. Fucking howling, hilarious. Yeah, too, uh-huh. and it's really, funny. and it's
0: got Tybo Legend Billy Blanks yes, as, as the, the as the villain inspiration
2: for a DJ from Street Fighter Two.
0: Yeah, making some faces that I've never seen another human face make Truly before. Truly
2: innovative. Yeah, if you if
0: you, I no, I can absolutely second and third this recommendation. <laughs> if you want an absolutely gonzo, weird, fucking action flick yeah it's it's all
2: on youtube so you can watch it there
0: king of the kickboxers did you have anything else you wanted to add cleveland fucking watch that movie it's fucking awesome yeah Yeah. utter banger insane batshit film great excellent movie yeah all right well thanks for listening and no matter what make sure that you stay on the right side of the podcast wars Dun, 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 dun. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. Why did our eyes get so red? And what the hell is on Joey's head? This is where I grew up. I think the president fixed it up. I never knew we ever went without.
2: The second floor is hot for sneaking up. And this is where I
0: went to school Most of the time I'd better face to do Criminal record says I've broken twice I must have done it half a dozen times I wonder if it's too late Should I go back and try to graduate? Life's better now than it was back then If I was them, I wouldn't let me